Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And recording. <clears throat> check, <clears throat> check, check. Check, check, check. Check your anus. Check your anus. There might be a lump in it. <laughs> and three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dudes. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Frat Chat Podcast. What up, Mr. Mo? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling, you know, I'm still under the weather, man. Still I've just been so busy. Those AIDS medicines are just not that strong anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> How's your arm? Yeah, it's good, man. It's I sprained my wrist, folks, lifting Jack weights. Um, yes, I was not jerking off, I promise. I was he wasn't weights. jerking himself off. <laughs> exactly. But there was some uh, stroking. And honestly, that's what I get for calling you old for all these episodes is I went to curl and I was like, ah! And the doctor's like sprained wrist out for two weeks. That's so, the story you're going with? Yes. I know yes. it happened at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <yeah, laughs> Maybe it happened in the steam room. Who knows? Maybe it did. You know what? My gym doesn't have a steam room. What? I'm surprised. Everyone's like, Chris, do you do nasty things to the gym? There's not really a place to do it. My gym has too many places, but really? all that comes in there is like the old naked dudes that like rub their nasty balls everywhere. Don't like it. Ew, have you ever seen old people dry off their like nuts? Yeah, man. In a hand dryer. What yeah. world do you live in that that's acceptable or okay to do in public? Sometimes man. like these guys are on the DL. Um, yeah. For those who don't know what that is, that's down low. So these guys are for the sure DL. everybody knows they, what the DL they, means. They walk in all thugged out, right? Like they got their swag. Then the, in the locker room, they put on this like neon colored like spandex, <laughs> and they're taking pictures of each other. Like, really, hey, man? Can you can you help me gauge my progress? Yeah, your pecs look great. Thanks, man. I think to myself, that's gay. That's pretty gay. That's gayer than anything else I do at the gym. That is pretty gay. By far. <laughs> and some people wear um, masks. Have you seen that at the gym? It's like... Like breathing masks or what? I'm not sure if it's um, if there's a purpose to it or if it's just it's like... Cool. Uh, I don't know. An accessory? I, mean, I don't know. You haven't seen like the gas mask type Yeah. Things? Okay. Yeah, supposedly. But I mean... That's kind of like cupping, you know what I mean? Like Michael Phelps did on the Olympics, and athletes in the NFL do that shit. And so then someone, some Joe sitting on his couch, he's like, oh, I need that for my performance. Dude, dude, motherfucker, you pay nine ninety nine to go to Planet Fitness down the street. Like, you don't need that shit. <laughs> I, I had to go to the gym today as punishment because I drank too much last night. I went to that burlesque mm. thing. Oh, yeah. I want to try it. Uh, I used to do burlesque in Chicago, and I want to I wanna get back into it. But um, I wasn't impressed. I went to House of Yes, and I typically like House of Yes a lot, but the show started an hour and a half late. And so we're sitting there, nothing to do, because if you leave, you can't get back in. Right. So we just are drinking, and the drinks are super expensive. Um, but I love how body positive um, burlesque is, mm-hmm. but 
I really wasn't impressed with the dancing. It just wasn't that, like, clever to me. I don't know. I thought to myself, uh, um, what a waste of a Wednesday night. (laughs) (laughs) Simo visualized himself up there dancing better than them. Yeah, I can definitely do it much better. So do it. Put your money where your mouth is, boy. Do it. Do it, House of Yes. Next week, Simo's going to be there doing a better show. I should. Seriously, why not? We started this podcast. We got up on stage. Like, it's not like already, like, this isn't what, already what I said you do. I my back fat. I know, your I back know. fat. Your back fat was a big <laughs> hit on last week's episode. Everyone was messaging me. Sorry about your back fat, dude. Make sure you get a squeeze next time you see him. Oh, Simo loves that. Man. His ego loves that. So, so what's uh, new with you other than that? Well, I just watched a horrifying video. I want to go 85, boom, boom. I want to uh, poke out my eyes, boom, boom. It yeah. was horrifying. It's terrifying. I am so glad I was not a sorority. No offense to sorority girls, but if that's the shit you have to deal with, no, no thanks. It's horrifying. Nothing else is really new with me. I just moved into a new apartment. That, well, that's My life cool. is in boxes. Mm. I, don't, I can't find anything. So that's why his dildo has been missing for a couple of weeks. I don't even use a dildo. I don't like anything up in there. That's true. Do you know what? My friend Bradley. I mean, that's what I hear. <laughs> I went to his house one time and I said, I'm gonna, I, he said, make a drink. And I said, where's your glasses? He said, I just ran the dishwasher. Everything's clean. I opened the dishwasher, the top rack. There was some glasses and a glass dildo. Get the fuck out. And I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to drink out of this. No. With booty juice all over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hashtag but, booty juice. You know what though? Uh, a lot of my gay friends and a lot of women said, you know, that's, um, that's a clean, hygienic, appropriate way to clean your sex toys. So yeah, but not if it goes up your ass. Pots and then they put the sex toys in there. But I'm like... Why would you ever use that pot again? See, I can at least get down with the pot because, I mean, you're boiling the water. And, I mean, fuck. Maybe I just won't use that pot again. But the dishwasher, like, you have to use that again. You know what I mean? Like, What if you have, like, crusted up, dried up poop particles on your fork? Yeah, exactly. And you ingest it. And you wouldn't even know. That's how you get toxoplasmosis. Wow. Can you spell that? No. <laughs> Hashtag dyslexia. <laughs> um, By the way, can we make a shirt called Booty Juice? I kind of love that. Booty Juice? Yeah. Or yeah, maybe that could not. be your show's name. Your, <laughs> your burlesque show, Booty Isn't Juice. Isn't Booty Juice just diarrhea? Booty Juice brought to you by I don't know. It could be a lot of different things. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Access lube. <laughs> well, you should also mention that September 20th, both of us are back at the greatest comedy show of all time. Oh, it's a live taping. Yes, it's their first ever live taping for our three-year anniversary. There's not going to be any booty juice there unless it's from an excited audience member because it's going to be a hell of a show, people. So come check us out. What are we wearing? Ooh, I don't know. Should we wear matching Let me outfits? guess. Are you going to wear a vest with no sleeves? Duh. Duh. That's my look, dude. <laughs> That's my look, dude. Well, maybe I will... Rock something by our fantastic sponsor, The Moon Life. I do have to do laundry and get all my stuff cleaned up, ready to go. But, yeah, probably a Moon Life and my shirt vest. That thing rocks. 
I'm definitely wearing some Moonlight clothing for sure. That's what we do. It makes me look good on stage. And if I look good, I feel good. And then I'm funny. So shout out to our sponsor, the Moonlight clothing and apparel because they're not just a clothing company, folks. They do everything from stickers to shirts to hats to now skateboards. Really, they are everywhere. So check them out at themoonlife.com. What's the promo code again? Yes. Make sure that you use our promo code FRATCHAT in all caps for 10% off your next order. FRATCHAT with all caps for 10% off your next order. Save some money. Do it. Um, and thanks, Gazzle, for the kick-ass music. As always, Gazzle, you are the man. We love you. Simo uh, listens to the intro every week before showtime while he gently rubs his nipples with olive oil. So that's all because of the <laughs> masterpiece that you put out, Gazzo. And so thank, uh, thank you. you to our sponsor, Fleet Enema, for keeping Carlos's butthole clean for nice his girlfriend. and clean. That's why Simo can't taste the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, gross. Okay, what are we talking about today? Uh, <laughs> yes, that's a great segue into what we're going to do because people really liked our hazing episode and they wanted to hear more. But here's the thing, fraternities always get looked at negatively as being the ones that only haze, and that's not true. Girls are bad too, y'all. Man, girls can be bitches. Mm -hmm. So this week, we're going to touch on sorority hazing. Man, I've heard some, we've seen it firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. So when, okay, so... When I was pledging, we had this event called Don't Fuck Your Brother. You okay. realize that a lot of people are going to get mad that we're talking about this. So yes, get ready for it, Carlos. But my phone honestly, that was up. That was one of my favorite events. So. Don't Fuck Your Brother. So what you, we did was, it was, uh, we stand in a line, and the person in the front had like a, a gallon of beer. Yep. And they had to drink as much as they could of it, and they passed it over their head to the person behind it. And then that person had to um, drink as much as they could. And then the last person was fucked. They had to finish it. Right. So the pr- purpose was, don't fuck your brother. Don't you drink leave as much the, as person you can, last, the last person last to drink all fuck. the shit. Make sure you drink a ton of it yourself. So then as you go further and further back, when it gets to the end person, they're not stuck drinking the whole gallon. So really, the lesson here is carrying your own weight, which is a good lesson. Because when you do that, then everybody has an equal load. It's not so bad. But then when you don't, you're fucking one person to have to pick up after you. And then the person in the front of the line ended up being the back of the line for the next round. Exactly. So everyone got a chance to be in the back. Simo got a chance to look at the back of a lot of dudes' heads, which is... What he likes to do, right? On your phone of time? course. So not what a Friday evening is. Well, like <laughs> I was um, uh, very underwhelmed at my event because we shared it with the sorority. So I had to look at the back of a girl's head. Wow, no way. Yeah. So it was. I never had to do that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was Alpha Phi. It was like our sister sorority. What? And uh, it was boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, right? And these girls were so mean. They called the girls whores and bitches. Um, they they were intense. They was they would grab the girls for their hair, pull them out of the line, make them do push-ups and stuff. What? Um, in the mud. I mean, they were so mean to these girls. That's insane. I'd never heard of this before. Yeah. And then they were really tough on their girls. I, I remember they used to tell me that they would do the circle of fat. Oh. Like they would make them stand up like on a pedestal in front of the rest of the sorority sisters. And then they had to like 
um, they circled all their trouble areas. Oh, wow. I'm not going to lie. If that happened to me, I would be crushed. <laughs> not even as a girl, like as me right now. Like if someone just started like circling my fat, I would start crying in like maybe five minutes. Um, so Cosmo posted this article a few years ago uh, about sorority hazing. And apparently at Montclair State University, uh, there's some sorority who made the girls sit on washing machines naked. Um, like during spin cycle and the sisters were circled the jiggling fat. Ooh, so the jiggling fat. Like That's even worse. You circle it, but you circle movement, I oh. guess. But yeah, the don't fuck your brother was in- insane. And at that event, one time... Um, and the girls had to drink as much as you guys. Yeah. And they were all like a lot smaller than us. Yeah. Um, and I'm not I, glad, like the fact that you say that girls got like pulled by the hair and shit, like no yeah. one ever did stuff like that to us. So at that event... I didn't feel well, and I, and I had to poop really. I had, like, the worst shits, right? Okay. And, yeah, shocker. And so our hellmaster was like, okay, go sit over there and uh, do what you got to do. And so I took a dump, like, on the side, and then they made me do sit-ups in my own poop. Oh, uh, no way. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. And I was like, are you serious? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I came back in line, and this girl was like... <laughs> Something smells like shit. It's like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> That's me, Tiffany. Shut up. It's me. I don't feel good. Oh, dude. I'm just, uh, Something smells like... I smell pill. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep drinking, Tiffany. I know. That is awful, though. And uh, how long did, it, did the event go? Did you ever do anything else with girls or see anything else firsthand? Um, well, I do know that... That particular sorority was known for hazing. There's there's a sorority that the girls that we know were the ones that reinstated that chapter. Mm-hmm. So they were kicked off for hazing, and they oh. came back. I think a couple years before you started. Wow! So I got this. I got to meet the old chicks. On uh, they all got in trouble. In 1974, when Seema was a young white-out freshman in college. Do you remember why they got kicked, like, what they did to get kicked out or not? It was hazing, really. I don't know exactly what it was, but, I mean, I remember hearing stories that they would make the girls eat a whole bunch of marshmallows, and then they had a drink, like, Mountain Dew, and they'd be puking up foam and some shit. Dude, that is awful, because the marshmallow expands, and then that sugar combines with all the sugar from the Mountain Dew, and then the carbonation, and it's like, that's something awful. weird like that. And then um, there was something about someone put a pig in someone else's house. What? Like a live pig? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. That would be the great. My dream has always been to have a pet pig. So if you release a, a pig in my house, that is not a prank. That's a, that's a present. Oh, my gosh. My freshman year, my roommate had a pet sugar glider. What is that? It's like a flying squirrel, right? <sighs> Her name was Nala, but I called the little thing snickerdoodle snickerdoodle and then one day i came cool. home and my roommate was in tears because he rolled over on it and its <gasps> insides came out of its mouth oh no snickerdoodle no. i know he killed it it was so sad oh that actually made me really sad that's awful and then he threw it in my trash can like in a napkin oh <laughs> and i was like oh man r.i.p snickerdoodle I had a mice, like, I forgot I had a mouse trap that I put under the fridge, and six months went by, and I forgot it. And I remember I saw it sticking out, and I could see something in it, so I was like, oh, shit, I think it caught a mouse. When I, like, pulled it out, there were, like, five or six mice stuck to it. 
And so much time had passed that a couple of them had actually like decomposed, and it was like a fucking mouse cemetery on this thing. Oh no! I freaked out. I literally squealed. Like I, I looked at it and I was holding it up. <laughs> and dropped it on the ground. Thank God it landed face up. But then I maybe stared at this thing for like half an hour, like just getting the balls to like figure out how to pick it up and put it in the bag. Like I was like, uh. I'm not a very emotional guy. You know. Not so much. But one time I was living with this guy and we had a little mouse in our apartment in Chicago. And um, I didn't, I was like, it is what it is. Like whatever, we'll catch it. And then we, we, were, we were asleep and we heard like, click. And I was like, uh-oh. So I went over and I found it. And the cute, it was like the cutest little thing. Yeah, little um, mice are cute. Ugh, and it was, you know, pretty much cut in half with that oh. mousetrap. I felt so bad. I felt like a murderer. I, oh, I cried. <laughs> well, those things are pretty ruthless looking. Oh, man, I felt see, so like, bad. Because you see, like, the mouse, like, all, like, in there. But rats, on the other hand, mm-mm-mm. I was at the at one of our old fraternity houses once for a winter uh, there was a, like a winter snowstorm that we had off, off of school for like a week. So, you know, I drove a Jeep Wrangler. So the beauty of it is that I could drive during the snowpocalypses and go places. I like, love pick up Jeep the Wranglers. Year. It was awesome. What a badass car. Like, right? oh, God, I missed that car every day. I sold it a couple of years ago and I regret it every day. But anyway, so I, got, I picked up people. We got snowed in at the fraternity house and I woke up to pee um, and I was barefoot. And, you know, this bathroom was very small. Uh, and it's like one of those half bathrooms and I'm peeing all of a sudden I hear something and then I look down and this big ass rat comes from behind the toilet in the bathroom and starts running around like squealing and this rat was like the size of like a medium sized house cat it was huge and I'm fucking barefoot and I'm still peeing so like this thing comes out I'm like like peeing everywhere and I mean I jumped up on top of the shower and finished peeing inside the shower and then started screaming so my friend could open the door and like it was like the scariest moment of my life this mouse would have touched me man I wouldn't have recovered I wouldn't have recovered. Ugh. So gross. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's very <laughs> scary. <laughs> Remember when I saw that apartment, the guy had the whole cage of yeah. um, rodents yeah. and wouldn't talk about why he had them. Those are anal rodents for sure. That's, I think it is. Definitely My mom rodents. is like, she's like, baby, he puts them in his bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I heard about that on 2020. Whenever when your mom knows, you know that's what's happening. Yeah. For sure. He, I was like, do you have a big, sn- like a snake? He's like, no. I said, are you a biology teacher? He's like, no. And I was like, okay. I mean, some people get off on that, which really brings us into a story that I heard about sororities, actually. And actually, I heard that this happened at our school as well. But this sorority would sit on paper towels, right? And then they would be forced to watch porn. Oh, yeah. Chair at the subway guy. Did that. Yeah. And they would watch... um, well, we call it little people porn, but at the time they <laughs> called it midget porn. <laughs> yeah, midget porn. Um, and apparently, you know, they watch it, and if you get excited and the towel gets wet, then you lose. Because you stood up and it stuck to you. But how do you tell the difference between <laughs> vagina juice and sweat? And just gross ass. Ugh. Dude, my panties a little damp right grundles? now. It's hot in here. Is that, is that a thing for girls? Or what? Is that just we got grundles? So the grundle for guys is the area between your balls <laughs> and your butthole. But I think it's called a perineum. Mm. I don't know how I knew that. I don't know. That's pretty cool. And it may not even be accurate. 
Yeah, I don't know. Sounds right, so I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with it. Female anatomy blows my mind. Yeah, I just don't get it. <laughs> There's a lot to get there too. There's a lot. I'm like, it took me. It took me 19 years to find the clitoris. Okay, like it took you 19 years. <laughs> I'm going on a quest. I'm finding the clitoris. <laughs> There's a lot there that I probably still don't know. That's why I could never, ever, ever get behind male politicians going and making laws about women's sexualities and their bodies in any way. Because if you can't name all the body parts in there, you shouldn't be able to legislate it. I agree with that. I think they should have to take a test or something. I, in a bizarre way, 100% agree with that. Look, I don't know enough to know that I know nothing. (laughs) So, fuck. Like, if you can't find the clit, then what right of it is yours to, to determine what a woman can and cannot do with her body if you don't know anything about the body. That's a valid point. (laughs) So yeah, every every once in a while it makes some logical sense. Now, and in this article that I'm seeing, the girls just had to watch lesbian porn, but the ones at our school, it was midget porn? Yeah. Little people porn? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. I I mean, I could get down for a little midget porn. There are some sexy little people. Let me tell you, I I can get a boner watching any kind of porn. Oh, yeah, SEMO. Now, the thing about the paper towels, though, is that I think if you're the last, um, I think if you had, like, the wettest paper towel or something, you had to eat them all. Oh, oh. But here, here's a kind of a question. Same thing with the, what, back in when we talked about guys hazing and fucking the watermelon. Who judges that? And how do you judge that? Does someone touch them? Is it a visual look? I don't know how I can tell if it's if it's excrement or if it's sweat. How well, do you know? I can argue that you could smell it and see what it smells like. But here's the thing. Who smells it? <laughs> because the, obviously you can't have the pledges do it because they're going to lie and say that it is because they want to be out of the contest. Now, you know so what? you have to have a sister be the one to make this determination. If a girl is butt naked sitting on paper towels, it's a good chance that every single paper towel smells like asshole. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That's true. And if they fart. Now, what if, <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if every shit. paper towel had skid marks? Oh, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. And then someone had to eat them all? Oh! Gross. That girls are so gross. Oh, <laughs> yeah, girls are fucking gross. I don't like it. If someone told me, like, you have to eat all this shit, I would beat their fucking yeah, ass. Yeah, no way, man. I, I just couldn't get down with that. I honestly have, like, a germ phobia with certain things where it's, like, if I walk into, like, to take a dump in a toilet and I see that there is, like, a drop of piss on it, I'm done. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that alone will kill it. Take, sticking a fucking paper towel with someone's, like, shit on it? No, not happening. I'm fighting before that happens. <laughs> uh-uh. Ooh, actually, this kind of goes hand in hand. I read here on the same Cosmo article that an anonymous pledge sent in a, a letter to the Hazing Prevention Center that her sorority required potential members to either use a dildo in front of their sisters or do a line of cocaine. What's wrong with that? I'm not going to lie. I'll take the free cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Cocaine's expensive, motherfucker. I've actually never done it. Really? Yeah. I never have either. (laughs) Is that the story you're going with? (laughs) Never have I ever done cocaine. Okay, Carlos, drink. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds to me like something where 
they're just offering you free cocaine and they're trying to make it weird and then one or two people are like oh i'll just do the dildo please <laughs> you know what in the modeling world i saw a lot of it and i saw yeah. it would wreck people's careers and sometimes you can tell if someone snorted some coke before a show because they would walk too fast down the runway dude that's the thing like i mean like i said i have no prior personal experience myself doing it uh-huh. but i hear <laughs> that sometimes like it really just like sex you up too much so like it causes anxiety you know like so then the thing that you can do is either do more coke or like chill out and die because it's it's just like you start like, freaking out like oh my god i need to be blah, 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 blah. if you snort coke isn't it like a similar effect of snorting adderall it's like adderall it really is, is. It that much better um it's again from no personal experience mm-hmm. in my own uh, <laughs> it's 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 a much cleaner feeling and then you get a bigger rush right away. But the thing is with Adderall, it's something that it's supposed to be slowly released into your system over time. When you snort it, you're speeding that up, but it lasts much longer. So you do a line of, of an Adderall and you're going to be up for four to six hours. So when you do the Coke, you get this crazy rush right away, but 15 minutes later it's done. And you, like I said, you need to do more Coke or you know, so like call it a night. And that's the thing, like, that's why people go broke on that shit. <laughs> and the, and it's with everything, you know, you can find cheap drugs, but you get what you pay for, you know what I mean? And then you There's have the a lot of drugs last something. night at House of Yes. Really? They yeah, they're all doing so bad? outside on the patio. They probably thought they were amazing, but they were just fucked up. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. hey, man, <laughs> sweet moves, dude. <laughs> they were doing so many drugs, and I thought, well, what else are you going to do? The show's an hour and a half late getting started, Ooh. you know? Ooh. And while they were doing drugs, you no, know, I was doing, I was posing with all the statues outside. Ah, uh, well, at least there's like huge, busy. like white bear that I was taking pictures with, and this like huge sculpture with big lips. I, was I thought you like black with. bears. Isn't that huh? What you told me, you like black bears. Said, you know what? I, I don't just, discriminate. Just <laughs> I tasted the rainbow. Simo <laughs> doesn't see color, but I can smell cocoa butter. <laughs> Boom! Oh. I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for that one. Yep, yep, yep. But I set you up there. So technically, this is not your fault this time for being is racist. It, no, it's always I set my you fault. Up. Guys, I get so much hate mail for whatever comes out of my mouth, but they're still listening, so. Yeah, that's true. As long as they listen, fuck it. Send us hate mail to fratchatpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um, uh, so did you hear that sometimes the sororities would um, pierce their ears with staples? I was just about to talk about that myself. That is fucking nuts. Was it like a regular like swing line stapler or like a staple gun? Oh, the thing is like that cartilage is pretty weak. So whatever pierces it, but almost a regular staple would be worse because then you're squeezing it too. Yeah. I'm hoping that they. Oh, it has to be that because if you do a staple gun though, it's going to go and hit him in the neck. Oh yeah. So it has to be one of those. Unless or you like do it shit. The opposite direction. Even without the staple, just like squeezing someone's ear with that would hurt like shit. That's awful. Shit like that doesn't happen in fraternities. At least nothing no, with us. I've never heard of a fraternity putting a staple on someone's ear. That's ruthless. Damn girls, you guys are crazy. <laughs> okay, so while researching sororities on. Undercover for her expose pledge the secret life of sororities. Alexandra Robbins uncovered a horrif- horrifically brutal. You know, I can't read. Horrifically brutal. I think I should read this, Ema. This yeah. is pathetic. 
<laughs> I sounded it out. <laughs> oh, God, that was awful. <laughs> Woo, okay. Dun, While dun, researching sororities undercover <clears throat> for her expose pledged the secret lives of sororities, Alexander Robbins uncovered a horrifically brutal pledging ordeal. The pledge class had to answer trivia questions and drink straight vodka when they got questions wrong, which sounds kind of familiar. They were also yeah. presented with a Sharpie, a knife, a hammer, and a dildo. Okay, Wait, you're losing what? me here. And the sisters said that if they got enough wrong, they would be violated by one of those four. Holy shit, that one also came from Cosmo. That sounded very familiar until they came into possibly getting fucked by either a Sharpie, a hammer, a dildo, and a knife. That's Um, horrifying. You know what? We did a lot of drinking when we got questions wrong. Yeah, totally. Uh, We had the whole scroll, everyone's... Name and their, but most of I mean not most of the time because you did get drunk. But a lot of the times too, they would sneak like water shots in there. Like there was a tally that was kept, and so people didn't get that hammered. At least for when I was (laughs) not when I pledged. Really, for us we did it, and when I you know like when I was older in the fraternity, same thing. We kept a tally, so it was like okay, well this person weighs 150 pounds, they can't probably get more than five shots in them. Do half water, half the liquor. Listen, or I'm 150 thing. pounds, and I can drink like a champ. But, that, but we're talking about liquor, not semen. Ew, oh, why do you got to make it? Oh, I forgot. Semen swallow. It just goes on his chest. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of my skin That's why he's still regimen. so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, that is awful. Well, actually, which one of those would you rather have? I mean... A sharpie, a, a knife, sharpie, a, a knife, hammer, or a hammer, well, or a dildo. I feel like I always got drawn on. I would pick the sharpie just because it's the smallest. Mm. I mean, the hammer. You don't want the hammer. No one wants the hammer. The knife, obviously, not for obvious reasons. Um, the dildo. The dildo could mean a lot of things, man. It could be a little tiny, friendly. They say they're gonna violate you. Does that mean they put it in their cooch? Yes. What the fuck else do you think it means? That's all they, they, you know, just oh, they're gonna draw pictures with the sharpie. Yeah, that's what Fix I up their oh, room. Well, if you, if I had to put one fight. of those things in my butthole, definitely a sharpie. You think girls have dildo fights like like guys with lightsabers? Like, chill, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Becky, you're cheating by bringing in the big black dildo. That's not fair. <laughs> um, so, Colonel Douche, we had to get his signature by doing um, Edward 40 hands, and uh-huh. that's when you take a 40 and you duct tape it to each mm-hmm. hand. Now, did he make you do it like brass monkeys? Because that's what we had to do. It was the four, Edward 40 hands, but then you drink half of each 41st and then you they fill it with orange juice so it's kind of like, acid yeah but honestly it made it taste better it's kind of like a it beer did? mimosa well we i don't think we did that maybe i don't remember i just remember it was cult 45 and i was like yeah i'm never gonna drink this shit again and i remember because i used to buy 40s all the time in that time because they were cheap as Steel shit reserve yeah dude and you can get like two strong ones and literally pound them Wasn't and be shit faced cobra uh, there was Cold 45, Steel Reserve. There was a, a Cobra or something like that. Well, when you have them duct taped to your hand, when you uh, piss. they get warm. Yeah. So you're just drinking warm malt liquor. See, the trick to beer. doing that is you hold the top of the 40, and so then you get your hands taped on that, and then you drink that first, so then everything else under will be past your hand. I remember 
hold it and had to pee so bad, but they wouldn't untape me until I finished drinking them. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of really big fears in life. One was getting dismembered in a revolving door. I'm not sure why. Oh, that's terrifying. I have that same fear, too. But I always get nervous walking through them. Another fear would be to sit on pee on the train, because I've seen it happen. Oh! But my biggest fear is when I had long hairs, I was always afraid someone would cut it off. Um, <laughs> uh, or, like, if I was on a train, it might be a crazy person where, like, behind me would just, like, cut it off. You know what I mean? And then came that fateful night when I went tanning at L.A. Oh. Tan in Chicago on the corner of Balmoral and Berwyn, I think. And my hair got sucked up in the fan of a tanning bed. That and they cut me out of it. It could have been worse. At least it wasn't like a roller coaster or something. I've yeah. seen awful stories of that, like that and then the scalp comes off. Yeah. Yikes. That's fucking awful. Someone was like, we're going to... We're going to violate you with a marker or a hammer. I'd be like, whatever. My hair got ripped out of my head in a tanning bed. Like, what? nothing's worse than that. Actually, that brings me to this one. Um, I see this one also from Cosmo that this sorority would organize a fundraiser. All the pledges had to raise money for something, right? Exactly. And the pledges that raise the least amount of money would have to shave her head afterwards. Yikes. Which, honestly... <laughs> It's kind of fucked up, but in a way, it's it is for a really good cause. You know what I mean? That nothing's going to motivate girl the girls trying harder to raise money for charity than the threat of shaving their heads, right? So, do the ends justify the means here? I don't know. <laughs> I can kind of get down with it. I think some women look beautiful with their head shaved. Yeah, dude, Demi Moore and GI Jane. Yeah. She's like I would put her in my vision treasure. I I love her. Um, Okay, so this says that in 2007, students Kristen High and Kanitha Safir were pledging Alpha Kappa Alpha when they were ordered to do hours of calisthenics on (laughs) the beach. Hashtag dyslexia. Okay, you can take over. No, go on, go on. That was actually pretty good so far. Come on, I've, Seema. Just I've read it like a big boy. I've been saying calisthenics in my head before I read it out loud. <laughs> 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 so they were ordered to do hours of calisthenics on the beach and then walk backwards towards the ocean. Kanitha was swept out by a wave and Kristen went after her. But unfortunately, both girls drowned. Right. We had to swim across, you know, our we had our butt stuff. But we didn't really have to swim across anything. We had to go in and then come out. Well, we had to, like, swim around, like, in the shape of a penis. Right? Did you, that, was that what you did? No. Like like I said, mine, literally, we had to... It was really cold, but we had to go in and get dunked in and then come out. Like, no, we, we really had, had to swim a bit, and then some of us couldn't swim. I could swim. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is scary. And they were like, figure it out. No yes. place but they left behind. And this was at nighttime, right? Yeah, and then they made us work out a whole lot beforehand, so we're already exhausted. Right, and, and on top of that, you're going to swim too. with people who potentially can't swim? Actually, I, I, don't, I can't get down with that. That's pretty irresponsible. I remember being like, this is really scary. So this Amber, um, I'm a pretty strong swimmer, so I had someone on my shoulders, like, dragging this person. I was like, just get on your back. Please just get on your back, and then I can, I can take you from here, but just, like... And just close float. your eyes. And then... And um, take off your bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Seema. We're not in the water yet. What's happening here? 
but um, I just remember, dude, and that's scary too because he people's was so reactions scared. He kept moving of, too much. Well, yeah, the that's more the he thing. Moved in panic, the harder it was to like. And that's the thing. Your natural reaction when you're drowning isn't to relax is to freak out and grab the person and dunk them under and stay up in the float. So yeah. then you're sending this kid who can't swim at nighttime to hold on to someone who they don't know how good they can swim either because they've never seen you swim. Yeah. They're going to freak out. <laughs> Honestly, I can't, I'm surprised that they did that. That's kind of fucked up. Yikes. Maybe that's why they changed it by the time I got up there. I think we had a nice balance of hazing. I think so too. Some things were kind of exciting. Yeah, it was cool. I really like I that's why I look back on it and I really enjoyed it. My life was really never as interesting again as when I was a pledge in the sense that there was so much unknown to it. And you know, like some of these things were really cool adventures and I had to go to different places, I had to do you know, different things. Mm-hmm. And in in a sense like I never knew what I was going to do. And isn't that really what you want in life? Like you want excitement and you want things like that. I signed up knowing that I I was going to do some weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just put it like, you know, I've said numerous times, I was was always told ahead, we'll never touch you. We'll never do anything gay to you. We'll never embarrass you in public. You know, like you're going to represent us. So whatever happens behind closed doors is one thing, but note that it will operate under those rules so i always knew that at the end of the day like okay like this is really up to me here like i always felt like i had that option and i never felt like in like they were i was ever going to be harmed or that it wasn't under control you know what i mean i was always told i had a lot of heart when i was pledging you're like thanks guys (laughs) thanks guys (laughs) it's really good that you guys support me he's like shut up and get back on the ground you bitch they were like like you know gay aching and bitch tits are so cool um <laughs> Simo, uh has a lot of heart uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, at least we're talking about you he has a lot of heart and an instinct poster in his room <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um there was one story that i really particularly wanted you to tell all right so uh i don't even know how to pronounce this word dartmouth dartmouth Dart mouth. <laughs> where, where? Try that again, Simo. Dart. I think it's pronounced dart. Dartmouth. Dartmouth. Say that again. Dartmouth. Dartmouth. Yeah. Just fast. Dartmouth. Yep. So, Dartmouth alum. Well, why didn't you say alum like that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't pronounce her name. Dartmouth alum. Alum. Why are you? Why are you talking like that? What is happening? <laughs> Relax, okay, so you know, it's okay. Dartmouth alum Ravidal Ravidal? Ravital. Well that one is a confusing name, so Seagal. Yeah. Spoke out about her Kappa Kappa Gamma hazing ordeal. She was blindfolded, ordered to drink a sixty-four ounce water bottle of a spiked punch Ooh. and do vodka shots simultaneously Whoa. and pushed out of the car. She woke up in the hospital with broken teeth, bruises, and 0.001 blood alcohol content away from a coma. Holy shit, they pushed her out of a moving car? Yo, they didn't like her. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like her. Let me, uh, let me tell you something. I Your don't name know is what stupid. she did. Because <laughs> there's that reckless thing. She must have did something. 
Dude. She knew too much. Yeah, right? Push that bitch out of the room. Oh, God, we shouldn't say that. We should not say that she fucked someone. The groups are going to come right after us after that one. Let me tell you. They're probably like, what the fuck kind of name is Revital? Revital! What the fuck? <laughs> like, we can't have this bitch on our composite. What <laughs> kind of name is that? She probably kept making stupid puns about her name. It's like, not only am I a great part of this fraternity, but I'm a Revital part to it. It's like, all right, that's it. That's enough. Push her out. They're probably like, you know what? Her dance moves are cutting it. Because I had the opportunity <laughs> to push some of our fraternity brothers out of the car during um, a homecoming practice. <clears throat> yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's true. You were pretty ruthless. I feel like you would have. I, I will say that only out. one part of this story is sounds like a little exaggerated is when she says that she is that she was point zero zero one BAC away from a coma. It's like really you know that for a fact that you were point zero zero one away from a coma. That's a very specific number. But Dartmouth, that's fucked up. And now I'm saying it like you, Dartmouth. That's fucked up. Dartmouth. That's really Alum. fucked up. I, so I just don't understand this story because um, they pushed her out of the car and she woke did, did she wake up because maybe she fell out of the car and they're like, oh shit, and they, they, did they take her to the hospital? Wow, well, I mean, she woke up in the hospital, people so people someone took her? her to the hospital. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems, it seems like it's just, okay, so she's blindfolded and... Here's what I think could could have been the point. The point could have been that she's drunk and they opened the door to scare you and that she actually fell out, which is still stupid. But maybe that's it because, mm. I mean, really, what, what, what pledge event could that possibly be where you just, oh, I'm just going to push you out of a moving car? Were we ever blindfolded for anything? Yeah, but to get to places so we didn't know where we were at. We were? At least I was. But then, like, they drive you somewhere, and then they blindfold you on the way there. So then it made it scarier. I mean, here's the thing. It was all within 15 minutes of our school. So it was like, oh. <laughs> as soon as the blindfolds came off, you knew exactly where you were. It wasn't yeah. like it was very scary. Uh, but the blindfold thing is, is a mindfuck. So that's why I'm thinking maybe they tried to mindfuck this girl and like there was like it was supposed to be fun <laughs> and it just got carried away. At least I like to hope so. But yeah, I, let me tell you, I wouldn't mind being blindfolded right now and drinking a 64 ounce bottle of Spike Punch hmm. and some vodka shots. It sounds good. Sounds good. I mean, I mean, not just me and you here, though. I need some more people. I don't feel safe with you here. You don't feel safe with me. I know you're kind of grabby. Um, uh, last episode, we talked about me being a, a womanizer. Womanizer, womanizer. Because <laughs> all frat guys are womanizers, and I'm, I'm the number one womanizer, number one I guess. Womanizer. That's true. With this voice? Do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with that voice. So I think it's safe to say that uh, girls, girls are sororities up. are pretty ruthless. Yeah. Just as bad, if not worse, than us. Oh, yeah. Because people don't talk about girls doing that. They talk about all the horrible things fraternities do, so that's pretty much out there. But sororities really, like, walk around scot-free, if you think about it. Also, before, like, Greek sing practices or things like that, where we had the ones where we were paired up with girls, you could see, like, their pledge mom yelling at them and saying awful things. Or, or about their dancing and things like that. They were very like, degrading. Yeah, like, take it easy, Becky. Relax. But... Fuck, man. I never in a million years imagined they, <laughs> they would do some of the things that we just talked about. The circle of that, I've heard a lot 
Yeah. And I just think that's so mean. That's super mean. How are you going to make them drink so much beer and then get mad when they put on weight? Yeah. Doesn't make sense to me. It's like if, if, if they're so chunky, then why keep giving them all these empty carbs? <laughs> makes no sense. Like imagine if your if your gym structure instead of squeezing your back fat, he put a circle around it and said, oh "My gosh, this is so what you do I would murder him. I would, you know, what I would do. I would blindfold him, get him drunk, and shove him out of a car. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> I don't like him. We got and that's what happens to people don't like you. <laughs> is there any of this that you would that you would actually do? Mm. If someone was like, there's these objects right here. If you get these questions wrong, then uh, you're going to be violated with one of them. I think that's an interesting scare tactic without actually ever having to use them. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with like scaring people, making them think that something's going to happen. That's fair. And then it it. actually doesn't happen. Okay. I'm with you. I can can do that. Uh, So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think a little, uh, you know, put a little fear in them. It's fun. That's cool. <laughs> Honestly, I can get down with that. That sounds fair. I also think that if you're going to make someone watch lesbian porn and they get mad when they get wet. I mean, if anything, what is that looking for? Is that you're just ousting the gay? Is that what the game is? I guess Because so. I have What's heard also in fraternities that they make guys watch gay porn and then they look for someone getting a boner. And it's like, okay, whoever's watching, who's on Boner Patrol? Or are they all on Boner Patrol? Which means they're all gay. And it's like, what are you trying to do? Figure out who the gay guy is? Yeah, that is pretty mean. But I guess that's the point. And here's again, what is the point of that, man? You know, because again, I look back, like I said, on our pledge process fondly because everything had a lesson to it. And everything at the end had a message. And maybe that's just the guy who job it was to train us and teach us this shit that just did a really good job with it but you know at the end of it i always felt like i i know something that i didn't know before and it makes sense so i i played ball it was cool like what is the point of sitting down and watching gay you know lesbian porn and getting wet like there's nothing there's no learning experience there like don't fuck your brother yeah that has a very specific lesson i didn't fuck him he fucked me <laughs> oh yeah see uh, but on that note <sighs> oh, no, i think actually, it's time I for like a dump dude yeah i'm surprised you haven't done it yeah i haven't yet but i, I have to it's so bad and i like, was doing the shakes house, i was like a big dump Seema <laughs> was doing the shakes last time i saw him do a shake like that was uh after a comedy show and i found out <laughs> that he shat his pants later <laughs> so i'm gonna let him relieve himself <laughs> i did wait i no did i shit my pants but then when I got the Uber, the Uber driver was like, oh, oh, my God. Who? Huh, I think, hey, buddy, I think you tracked some shit up in here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's me, motherfucker. Uh, I was like, oh, did I? <laughs> oh, no. So let's get the fuck out of here. Mr. Simo, we will be back next week. And uh, I believe uh, you should motion something. Um, I like the motion to adjourn. And I second. So that is us at the Frat Chat Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Frat Chat Podcast. Follow me at Carlos Dust the World and Smith Simo at Chris.more.comedy. We're out. See you. Smile later. Wow, that's a long one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.